Very. So, at the first timeout juncture of a big one here, no, no timeout. He called a couple of men over to the side. It appeared there would be a timeout, but that is not the case. It is a foul being called in here on Harry Sherman and moving up to the free throw lane. The toss by Steve Hayes is there for the Claremore Zebras in red and white. Down court, four to one. The dives ahead. Tony Thomas gets a ball on the left side along the baseline. Harry Sherman feeding over to Steve Green, clear out of the top of the circle. And now look out, Sherman with that ball again. And I mean they're covering them man for man, this Claremore Zebra team here in the opening moment. Thomas out of the top of the keyhole, owns the ball a moment or two. Green has it off in the corner. And then in the lane, here's Thomas with the ball. He's up at the free throw end for two. Tony Thomas makes it a 6-0, 6-1, out lead. Full court press for the Miami team. And Claremore coming down across that goal line, just floating across there, a second or two ago with Steve Hayes. He had it up in the air to keep from being uh, caught with a turnover. 6.39 of time on the first quarter. Russ Martin here to share the basketball game with everybody everywhere. And we're happy to have some wonderful hosts for your listening tonight while Claremore is stalling with the ball. Miami Savings and Lawn, Miami Service Shop, Matthews Motors with the Dodson Car, Burlington Manufacturing Company, and the outlet store. It is Sirloin Stocky, and it is also Sanders Brothers Lumber Company, sharing the whole ballgame with you. The crowd screams in behind this microphone as the dogs take it away from Claremore while they were in a stalling uh, episode there for a moment or two. They threw some 30 different passes. Out in the corner, Harry Sherman shoots and shoots over the rim, and the ball game reads 6-1 to one as the Claremore Zebras are asking for timeout on the first timeout we've had in this ballgame. KGLC, 910 on the radio dial as you're listening post in beautiful Miami, Oklahoma. Nice to tell everybody that Sanders Brothers Lumber in Miami, Pitcher and Grove, has complete selections of quality materials at the most competitive prices. On new home building, Sanders Brothers will meet the competition, you know that. Spring is about here and I'm ready for it. Get your painting all set now. Outside, self-priming latex paint, only $5.95 a gallon. You need a brand new roof? See Sanders Brothers for self-sealing composition roofing at only $9.50 a square. Paneling as low as $2.95. And remember, Sanders Brothers in Pitcher, Miami, and Grove has everything for building a new home or remodeling or improving your home. Sanders Brothers Lumber in Miami, Pitcher, and Grove, Oklahoma. Back to play, and the ball knocked out of bounds a second ago by the dogs. So Claremore into a passing attack here once again up the north end. The shot is off the rim from in the lane, missing for Jimmy Stover. Comes loose, however, to the Zebras. So Claremore trailing 6-1, to one, and having been beaten twice by the dogs. Then in by the free throw lane, here's a quick stop, and up goes Steve Hayes to get two more. Hayes was normally the heavy scorer for the Zebra team. And he's made it six to three. He owns all three of those points. Wardogs have come south with the ball across the time zone line. Harry Thomas feeding across to Tony Thomas. Thomas, Thomas fakes as though he would shoot, does not. Comes to the top of the keyhole, over to Green. A great defense being put on here by Claremont tonight. I mean, they're staying tight and after him, and fabling is called on Harry Sherman, and the ball is turned over to the Zebras. So although the ball game is just in the opening moments here, we're anxious to see if uh, Claremore can tighten up this game tonight. They have been beaten by the dogs twice this year, 60-30 in Claremore in December, 88-44 in that million-dollar Civic Center of Miami on Tuesday night. Traveling call as Steve Hayes moves that pivot foot, and the ball comes inbounds to the blue and white. 
So both teams apparently have had two turnovers thus far. Steve Green trying to get through a full court press. Speeds over to Melvin Dobbs. Harry Sherman is open under the goal. They didn't quite see him in time. Tony Thomas drives down by the lane. Doesn't shoot. Throws a backhanded pass to Harry Sherman. And the dogs with 21 victories in a row want to make it 22 tonight. Off the post. Here's the big man tossing it in. And Bob Jensen spinning off the post. Drops it through to make the ball game now read 8-3. to three. A foul on the dogs is called after that shot at the rim. And no indication as yet. I believe it'll be on Melvin Dobbs, who apparently was charging in there. And we come to the free throw lane with David Shorter, who came in on the last uh, timeout period. New man in here for the uh, Claremore Zebra crew. He's uh, rolling it off to the right side. 8-3 remains the score. First quarter of play. And uh, the regional championship being decided in uh, Bartlesville. A pass way down on the right side. Melvin Dobbs drives in for two. His first two of the ball game, though he averages some 12 points per ball game. And he was fouled as he went in on that right side by Big Jim Stover, who is six feet four. So the zebras in white shirts, red pants, long red and white socks. The dogs in dark blue shirts, dark blue pants. Melvin Dobbs makes it a three-point effort as he rolls that score to 11-3. Miami War Dogs in the first quarter out ahead of the Claremore Zebras. Into the lane. Here's a man trying to get by. Stevie Green crosses. He hits it for two. And David Shorter now makes it 11-5. Down the court. A wild pass by the Dogs and a full-court press by the Striped Zebras. And the ball is going back to Claremore. And into the ball game here, replacing... Uh, let's see, Harry Sherman replacing him has come Brad Cannon. A bounce pass under the goal by the Zebras, and it goes out of bounds. Both teams feeling a bit of tension here, as well as the coaches. Now a full court press by Claremore, and the dogs trying to get through it. They do with Stevie Green dribbling the ball. He gives to Brad Cannon. Cannon with a wild backhanded pass, and he misses Bob Johnson with the toss of that ball. Timeout is being asked in here now by Don Overton. And he comes out, licking his lips and saying a mighty serious word to that blue and white crew as they lead 11 to 5 here. But the wild passes, of course, do not cause any rejoicing with a super coach of the super dogs. Earlier here in the ball game, here in the first quarter, I'll have to tell you all, Sirloin Stockade Steakhouse is my favorite eating spot on this end of the United States. I guess you all feel that way. Sirloin Stockade Steakhouse at 840 North Main, Miami. And uh, also at 3121 East Frank uh, Phillips Boulevard in Bartlesville. Mighty happy to bring you a part of the bargain tonight. Sirline Stockade is where you eat the golden dress for less at the sign of the double S. And don't forget those marvelous pies by Frankie Lee and Tommy Lee or Billy Lee, whoever made them. They are the best pies in all the world. Sirline Stockade, 840 North Main, Miami, 3121 East Frank Phillips Boulevard here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. We're back to play in Bartlesville, and the Zebras are coming up court with the ball. Look out. Two war dogs collide in a fight for the ball. Melvin Dobbs along with Brad Cannon. And the official ruling is that both men were out of bounds, so Claremore brings it in. They shoot on the right side for two, and it is Steve Hayes who splits the rim. 11-7 is the score. Out of the full court press come the dogs, and Claremore put it on. Pretty doggone good, I'd say, here in the first quarter. Into the postman. The shot off the post by 6-7. Bob Johnson is in the well. 13-7 as Johnson now owns four. And when they feed that ball to him in the lane, it's just Katie by the door a good part of the time. Claremore Zebras come over the time zone line with Steve Hayes, a fancy Dan dribbler. He has both sides heavily taped. 
Probably trouble with a Charlie horse. Steve Green fighting for the ball on the front line. Charged with a foul penalty. And to the lane will come now David Shorter. One shot to be tossed here. No one and one is on. And Steve Green, of course, gets into that man accidentally as they were both uh, wrestling for the ball. The shot is off the river away. No good. Two more men fight for the ball. But in the lane for three seconds, Jim Stover. So put the ball in the hands of the blue and white. Full court press. Tony Thomas nearly loses the ball. Now they feed it over to Brad Cannon. Cannon coming down to the top of the keyhole. Back to Thomas. Over on the right side. They give it a green off the post. Trying to go left-handed this time. It's Big Bob Johnson. He is fouled across the arm. So the call is on Jim Silver, and he is charged with his second personal foul. Into the ball game will come Jerry Carroll, who's a pretty rough-looking hombre himself. He's about 6'1", 6'2", and he replaces Jim Stover, who is 6 feet 4". Johnson has it in and out. A little bit too much English, because that ball seemed to be cleared down in the net when it came ricocheting back out. 13-7, the dogs with the lead in the first quarter. Now Johnson rolls it off the rim, missing both those free-throw opportunities. That makes four he's missed in the ballgame so far. 2.31 in the first quarter. And Russ Martin here on KGLC to share the whole thing with you. Into the lane. Claremore shooting to the right of that uh, lane just a little. It's off the rim. The miss for Steve Hayes. The dogs coming down. Phil Clark Bucks. Giving them a little trouble for Claremore. They throw it to Tony Thomas. He couldn't hang on the ball. Hit him upside the head. Rolled off. And Claremore took it away. So on that turnover, the white-shirted, red-pants, Claremore Zebras are back up court once again. Down by the corner. They feed to the new man. Here's Gary Stone handling the ball. A foul on Stevie Green. He comes across an arm here in a battle for the ball. And so we go to the free-throw lane of the Zebras once again. And Steve Green has two personal fouls in the ball game to this moment. 13-7. That's the War Dog lead here in the first round of regional championship play for the AAA teams of Oklahoma. A toss after the miss off the rim. Mellow and tossed back up there out of the full court press by Claremore's Jim Stover. It would not go down. Now the butter screams as two men fight for the ball, and Big Bob Johnson set the jump against Shorter, David Shorter. That's his name. All right, let's see what will take place here. Bob easily gets a tip. The ball is over to Tony Thomas, and the captain comes down the lane. Oh, my heavens, the ball is out of bounds, off the toe of Brad Cannon. And Cannon back out of the ball game. Harry Sherman in to replace him. As Cannon had the tough luck, tough luck, and turning over that ball, right off the bounce on his basketball shoe top. Now the Zebras try to get through the work on full court press. And the Dogs know how to press a bloody, I'll tell you, Harry Sherman out on the front line. He's after that hot shooter, Steve Hayes. Hayes slips, falls with the ball in the lane. Tony Thomas has the takeover. And the first quarter is replete with the two teams turning that ball over a good many more times than their coaches would like. Steve Green getting a pass back from Thomas. He owns it along the baseline. Not even looking as though he would shoot. Gives to Harry Sherman. Sherman is paddling with the ball as he moves his pivot foot. And it's 13 to 7 here with a minute 13 to go in the first quarter. The Dogs with a six-point lead as the Zebras try to bring that ball in bounds with three men down south. And the Dogs have Green and Thomas and Sherman down there just really working that full-court press. I tell you, they are some point of dogs to hold a team for as long as they can from coming over that time zone line in the middle. Now it is Claremore down the court. A whistle sounds. Tony Thomas is fouling. And so we move to the lane here with Paul Hayes to shoot two. Paul Hayes to shoot two. The one and one is now on. 
And there are 52 seconds to go in the first quarter. No, the first one is off the rim and missing, so there'll be no second opportunity here. And the score remains, 13-7 dogs. They haven't scored in a spell. Here it goes to Bob Johnson. He's up to shoot and miss, tips it up, won't go down, grabs it back, gets a third try, won't go down, comes off to Melvin Dobbs, and three times for Bob Johnson underneath the goal. He could not drop it in. Here's a shot on the right side that's bounding up and down and around and falling in for Stevie Green. So Green finds the range here and uh, pulls in with two. It is 15 to 7. The first two that Green has had in the ball game. Stevie averages a lot, seven points a game. Left side, a one-hander, popping up from 15 feet away to miss. And with Claremont's shot, Jim Silver missing, he immediately commits a foul and draws his third foul of the ball game. And this, of course, is disastrous. Uh, so far as the feelings of Jim Evans, the head coach, are concerned, because this guy is a mainstay. He's now drawn his third personal foul. They send back into the ball game here Gary Stone, the not Gary Stone, but uh, Jerry uh, Carroll to replace him. Bob is missing in the free throw line. Johnson can't drop it off. It comes to Tony Thomas, and he's up to shoot a throw. So put the score now 17 to 7 as the first quarter has ended. And the dogs are out ahead by 10. 17 to 7 as we turn into the second quarter. Well, so everybody, wherever you're listening, Matthews Motors has got something out of the ordinary for everybody, and it's the Datsun 1200 Sport Coupe. Fast back styling, sporting performance, and an economy price. The Datsun 1200 is sort of a mini uh, muscle car. That's it, mini muscle car. Standard equipment includes safety front disc brakes, tinted glass, white walls, reclining bucket seats, even a fold-down rear seat. There's a fully synchronized four-speed transmission or an optional three-speed automatic. So you see the small car experts at Matthews Motors, 1123 North Main, Miami, drive a Datsun, and then decide. And you'll find out that everybody who does drive a Datsun is automatically a salesman for them. They're the grandest car in the world, 30 miles to a gallon of gas. Good night, you can make your car payments, friend, for the money you save on gasoline. Tony Thomas out of the lineup now, and Ticker Owens to start the second quarter. Moves in here at a forward post. Tip of the ball is away. Owens is down court with it in a hurry. And to the left side, they feed to Harry Sherman. Now back to Tinker at the top of that keyhole. Off to the right, along the lane, Stevie Green hangs one a little bit short on the steel rim. 17-7, the end of the first quarter and start of the second with the dogs ahead. Tuesday night in the Million Dollar City Center. If you like competitive scores, the dogs were leading 19 to 11 when they turned into the second quarter, and that was a lead, of course, of eight. Here tonight they lead by 10. All right, let's see. Barmore taking their time, trying to get men in position. They know they cannot run and gun with this terrific number one rated Triple A White Hog team. They're working the ball well, however, in their passing attack. Steve Hayes trying to move fast. Harry Sherman on that front line. He starts to drive. Back into a corner goes the ball. Almost intercepted by Tinker Owens. The ball comes off the boards now as it's fired up by Jerry Kirk Carroll. And Owens quickly recovers that uh, loose ball to the right of the glass backboard. He's fast and lightning. Signed by Oklahoma for football. On the right side, Harry Sherman along the baseline with his first two of the ball game. And so the score runs to 19-7 and seven, as the Zebras have yet to score in the second stanza. Now down the lane on the left side, here's a shot tried, partially blocked by Tinker Owens and missed it in by Steve Hayes. Owens is down court, feeding the ball to Green. Green under the goal, shoots the layup try, rolls off the rim for him. Up the court, Green with a takeaway of the basketball, but just before he took it away from the Zebras, I believe, the timeout call was made 
by Jim Evans. So perhaps a red and white team will own that ball when they come back to play in a moment or two. Well, the first half replete with an awful lot of timeouts here. Both coaches, of course, know there is no tomorrow. You've got to win here tonight or else. And say, let me tell you something good. Miami Savings and Loan is in the business of helping all the people in Miami and the entire area to own their own homes. That's what Miami Savings and Loan Association is all about. New homes and new homeowners generate new economic activity. Stores, schools, wonderful churches, most of all, an awful lot of jobs. None of this could happen without you. And the dollars, of course, that you save with Miami Savings alone get to work hard for you, too, 24 hours a day, even when you're asleep. So open that savings account at Miami Savings and Loan, 123 East Central, and watch your saving dollars grow right along with a whole great community of Miami, Oklahoma. Down short as the ball is brought in now by the red and white zebras of foul on Melvin Dodds. And so, here we go with Barrymore, that hot shooter, Steve Hayes, moving into the lane, and let's see what he'll do. The toss is up and heels away. Yes, sir, it's basketball and it's golden best here when high schools are at it. The second toss, he misses a ball. Harry Sherman owns that ball off the boards. Tinker Owens gets it in a pass that almost covered half the court. Steve Green down in the corner, feeding back to Harry Sherman. Dogs remember the leading here, 19 to 7. Under the goal, the feed is in here to Bobby Johnson, and he drops it through. And, uh, Mama, are you keeping up with the score? That's right. That's six for Bob. You're sure you haven't made a mistake. All right. 21 to 7 is the way she reads. Down the lane. Here's Claremore shooting along that baseline. It is in. It is out for Gary Stone. And will come inbounds now to the Miami War Dogs. Full court press still employed in here by the head coach, Jim Evans, of the Fine Claremore Zebra High School. Down the court. Look out. Tinker Owens owns it a moment or two. It's knocked away from him, and that's mighty rare. Owens gets the ball back down there in the corner, feeds into Jackson, and Jackson has only to go in the air to lay a throw for his eighth point of the ball game. So make the score read 23 to 7, 5.32 to go in the second quarter, and the quarters are eight minutes long, which tells you for nearly three consecutive minutes, the Zebras have not been able to score against the Dogs in this period. A foul on Harry Sherman now, I believe his second. Out of the lineup will come for a moment Randy McCoy, a 6-2 mainstay of this ball club, and Jim Stover for the uh, red and white, who has three personal fouls, comes back in. In the left, Steve Hayes, owning now his sixth point of the ball game, and the Claremore Zebras have put one on the board in this period. The second is going around the rim, big call, 6-2 or 3. Uh, three, I think they call him. Melvin Dobbs took it off the board. Tinker Owens has the ball off into a corner. Three men converge on him. He throws a high pass to Bob Johnson, and Johnson goes up and drops it in for his tenth point of the ball game. Beautiful, beautiful pass it was by Tinker Owens. Perfectly lofted for Johnson to just go up with his fingertips, take that ball and pivot. 25 to 8. The Dogs are leading here now by 17, and they've outscored Claremore desperately in the second quarter. And a man off the post, 10 feet out, shoots off the rim, Steve Hayes to miss. Down the court, Harry Sherman with the ball. They come through the full court press in a hurry here, these dogs, in this uh, moment. Now they give it to Tinker Owens, back to Stevie Green. Green comes in uh, just inside the lip of that big keyhole circle, which I understand is 21 feet from the uh, out-of-bounds marker in these gymnasiums. Bob Johnson getting the ball, drives in, traveling his call as he drove in there for the layup. So Bobby Johnson nullified. How many points do you say he's got now? 
He stayed in only a little while, and Steve Hay, or rather, uh, David Shorter, coming right back into the ball game. Harry Sherman over to hear a word or two from Don Overton, super coach of the Super Dogs, looking for their 22nd victory in a row here in Bartlesville tonight. Both passes are close. One is in, the other ricochets away for Tinker Owens, and then it's driven in as it's taken to the left side by Eddie Hester, and he gets his first two points of the game. Now Quicker gets in here until he scores. 31 to 8. The dogs are leading with a one by Tinker Owens and then the two by the tall man, Eddie Hester. Four dogs taken off the boards and here are two. No, wait a minute. Harry Sherman wide open. Driving for that layup. Doesn't get it as it rolls off the rim. And a miss by Gary Stone here at the north end. It turned the dogs loose, but they couldn't get it in the well on that golden layup opportunity. 31 to 8. A minute 54 to go. And Big Eddie Hester operating at the post, shooting off to the right side is Brad Cannon for two. He hits from 15 feet away, and it is 33 to 8 as the dogs have allowed the Zebras one point in the entire second quarter of action. Shot at the top of the keyhole, not falling in here for Johnny Hendricks, the Indian boy. However, off the boards, Claremont owns it, and then they shoot again, and it's taken out of there by Eddie Hester. Stone tried a second shot that hung limply on the steel rim, and Hester was... The man to backboard it out of there. Bob Johnson pulling out to the top of the keyhole. Hester is the postman. He's got the ball. He's in the lane. He shoots off the post. It rolls off the rim and away. And Bob Johnson charges with a foul as he tried to tip that ball in down along the baseline. So Johnson fouling, and Paul Hayes comes back into the lineup here for the Claremore Zebras, and also back in is Jerry Stone. Bob Johnson is coming out of the lineup for a moment. Rusty Martin comes into the lineup of the ballgame now here in the second quarter, replacing Harry Sherman. And uh, replacing Big Bob Johnson is Robbie Kimbrough. So two juniors are on the floor here now, and two seniors who did not come out for basketball until this year for the Wardog High. What do you think about them apples? And the fifth man is a great footballer and fan basketballer, Brad Cannon. The first toss is there. The second is rimming away. And one is down, one is away for uh, Mr. Steve Kissy, getting his first point of the night. It's the second point for the Claremore Zebras here in the second quarter. Ball was knocked out of bounds off the fingertips, I believe, of Brad Cannon. And so again, the red and white brings it in bounds. Up is Eddie Hester to get a loose ball as Gary Stone sees one bounce off the rim. On the left side, the dogs are down here with Eddie Hester driving in for the layup from the left side, and 6-5, Eddie is hitting foul. You'll notice how they look to that coach the second anything happens, whether it's a foul, a score, or whatever. You notice that? I tell you, brother, they love that coach, Don Overton. He has a leash on all these dogs, as few coaches ever have. Eddie Hester missing with his first opportunity. Now, let's see what he'll do. He's a long drink of water. And it heels in, heels out, knocked away as he misses them both at the free throw lane. Rusty Martin with the ball to the left of the keyhole, feeding in there on the right side. He goes in, trying a layup, spins the ball up there, but hits it under the rim as he goes in with an underhanded toss, but didn't quite pull it off. Now, down on the right side, let's see about this. The Claremore Zebras dealing with that basketball and trying to get by. Tinker Owens, they're not going to do it on that front line. 33 seconds left to go in the first half. And look out, here's a whistle blowing, and a man has traveled with the ball, and it comes over to the uh, Claremore Zebras, or to the War Dogs, and they bring it inbounds here from the north end of the floor. Full court press still on. The score, 33-9, to nine, which means the Dogs own the big lead. They've allowed but two points in the ballgame here now. In the second quarter, to Claremore. Down the lane, 
A shot hangs under the rim. They're having problems with that maneuver. Brad Cannon, like Rusty Martin, got down there, hit it under the rim, and uh, traveling is called on the Zebras. A tough, tough break for that coach of theirs, Jim Evans, as they come up the floor with a loose basketball and travel to turn it over to the dogs again. Robbie Kimbrough is down court, looking for somewhere to go with that ball. He moves it across now to Tinker Owens, and Owens checking out of there with the ball to uh, Brad Cannon. Cannon down here hitting Eddie Hester on the head with a backhanded pass. Eddie thought for sure that he was going to drive it with that ball, and so did I. Everybody did, but he flipped that ball back, hit Eddie Hester right from the nose with the ball. He was wide open, but never anticipated that the guy wouldn't go ahead and shoot. 33-9. to nine. That is the halftime score in the old ball game, and if you like comparing scores, the dogs on Tuesday night in the Million Dollar Civic Center were leading 39-10 to 10 at the half over the same Claremore Zebra crew. So uh, their lead here tonight at halftime now would be, uh, let's see, uh, how many is that? Thir uh, 22, apparently, or 24. 9 from 33. 10 from 33 would be 23. Is it a 22-point lead? Is that what we've got? 24. 24-point 24 lead. 24. My heavens, I can't talk to this microphone and uh, keep up with all these uh, uh, arithmetic problems at one at the same time. 24-point lead. That's the story here at halftime with the dogs ahead, 33-9. to nine. Sanders Brothers Lumber in Miami, Pitcher Grove, has the complete selection of quality materials at competitive prices. And on new home buildings, Sanders Brothers will beat all competition. Spring nearly here, so get your paint now. Outside, self-priming latex paint, only $5.95 a gallon. And if you need a new roof, Sanders Brothers for self-sealing composition roofing at $9.50 a square. Paneling as low as $2.95. Remember, Sanders Brothers has everything for building a brand new home, for remodeling, for improving your home. It is Sanders Brothers Lumber in beautiful Miami, Pitcher, and Grove. And a wonderful, wonderful guy. He's a deacon of mine, of course, that Paul Sanders, who heads it all up out there at Sanders Brothers in Miami. And uh, Roy Sanders down in Grove. It's a great crew, the Sanders Brothers at Miami, Pitcher, and Grove. And they have made their own image and their own reputation and done some superb job of it in years and years and years of wonderful Sanders Brothers Lumber deals with everybody. Well, at halftime, with the dogs out ahead, 33 to 9. It is not every athletic director in the country who can tell you that both his football forces and his basketball forces have rated number one in their state in one year. In fact, there is no other athletic director in Oklahoma who can make that claim except L.D. Baines. How about that? Yes, Russ. Uh, it, I'll be telling you, fifth, it didn't tickle us to death. And uh, it, it really does. We, uh, we really think the, we, we're getting a great job of coaching from all of our coaches and and we're getting having a great program going, Russ, and we plan on keeping this thing going right now. Our main interest right now is win the state championship in basketball, which we plan on doing. This is uh, we're getting into a brand new season tonight, Russ, and uh, in these playoffs. And so, in the next two weeks, while well, we're going to win about seven or eight more and win the state championship in basketball, our wrestlers in Oklahoma City right now at the state championship wrestling meet. Uh, Coach Redding is taking more wrestlers to the state championship. Uh, tournament this year than ever before in Miami history, so we're having a real good winner, and uh, and we're going to cap the winter sports off by winning the state championship here in basketball. 
Well, how do you analyze this first half? The War Dogs are leading 33-9. to Of the fine zebra coach, Jim Evans, who has lost to Don Overton 60-30 in one game and 88-44 in the other last Tuesday night, has gone into a full-court press. And do you feel the dogs are playing up to their ability in this one? No, Russ, I don't think we're playing our best basketball tonight. I don't think we need to play our best basketball tonight to win. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Overton's already cleared the bench. He's already played 12 boys this first half, and uh, very seldom do you see a ball club uh, play all 12 of their ball players in one half, especially in the first half of the ball game. Uh, I don't think the outcome of this ball game is in doubt. I don't think we'll have any problem at all. We seem like we're playing a little rusty right in the first quarter. We uh, had several turnovers. I believe we had five turnovers the first quarter. Russ missed a lot of free shots, but uh, we settled down in the second quarter, and I believe we outscored them 16-2. to two. They scored two free shots in the second half, and uh, we're, uh, Coach is saving them a little bit, I believe, saving as many of these regulars as he can for tomorrow night because he knows he will have a tough ball game tomorrow night between Watson and Bartlesville Center. L.T. Baines, everybody, and following a lovely vacation in Tulsa, he's back right on the job, rejoicing to be with the only AAA basketball team in the state of Oklahoma who is unbeaten to this moment. How about that? Russ, on that vacation in Tulsa, that wasn't a desired vacation. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't believe I care. I don't care about going back. Uh, yes, we are the only undefeated foot, uh, basketball team in the state at the present time, and we're going to remain that way. I. I, just, I know we're going to win the state championship. We've got the best basketball team in the state. We've got more depth. We've got a lot of players. Russ, we've got a lot of guys that could play ball for anybody. And uh, we've got guys that sit on the bench that don't get to start with the leading scorers for some of these other ball clubs around the country. L.D. Baines, the athletic, athletic director of our famous Miami War Dog High. And I know you enjoy hearing from him on this February night since we're away from home in Bartlesville. I got another important cog in the wheel to talk to in a moment or two, but let me tell you, Sirloin Stockade Steakhouse at 840 North Main in Miami and at 3121 East Frank Phillips Boulevard in Bartlesville, mighty happy to share this ball game to thousands and thousands of people tonight. Sirloin Stockade is where you eat the best for less at the sign of the double S. And don't forget those marvelous Billy Lee pies. You can even take them home. Sirloin Stockade's guarantee is we will cheerfully replace any order that does not meet with your satisfaction. All that, of course, plus the friendly place to go. Sirloin Stockade Steakhouse at 840 North Main, Miami, 3121 East Frank Phillips Boulevard in Bartlesville. I guarantee you, when you get that Sirloin Stockade Steakhouse habit, you're not happy eating out anywhere else in the whole wide world. Gee, aren't we proud they hit North Main, Miami, Oklahoma with that Sirloin Steakhouse and the grandest bunch of people in the world to run it. Friendly, happy with everybody in Miami. Well, at halftime, the War Dogs are leading over the Vitals or over the Zebras uh, of Claremore, Oklahoma with a score of 33 to 9. And here at the microphone of KGLC, a fellow who came on the scene of Miami High just a year or so ago, he certainly found a niche of his own, Walter Meyer, the popular principal of our high school. And, uh, Walter, it just seems to me we're having a Jim Dandy 1971-72 school year. Yes, sir. It's one of the best uh, years that uh, I've experienced in, in uh, my uh, 15, 16 years in the educational uh, program uh, uh, in Kansas and uh, Oklahoma. Uh, the War Dogs are, are doing real great. Uh, we're real proud of this uh, basketball team and uh, our coaching staff. Uh, uh, they're doing a good job uh, for us. Uh, the boys are working hard. Uh, we see them 
moving around on that floor uh, like a, a ex uh, extremely experienced team. And I know it takes uh, a lot of effort from the coaches to, to get those boys to move and be where they are at all times. And uh, uh, you'll see this uh, Don Overton call timeout and, uh, and change the style of uh, ball and uh, get the uh, different type of game going for him. And uh, it takes a well-experienced team to do this. Uh, it's a great year to see a team uh, play like this for us. Uh, we sure enjoy this basketball game, and uh, we like to see them win. Uh, this uh, game tonight, uh, I think probably this is a typical uh, first tournament game in that uh, we've seen ball players out there that have, have had the jitters. Uh, they were making mistakes that uh, uh, once they get more under underway, uh, under the belt in regard to tournament play, they're going to do much better. So. Uh, uh, it's just a pleasure to be around a basketball team like this. Uh, along with the uh, basketball team, uh, the, the Wardog Band and uh, the academic program, uh, we're well pleased with, uh, with the staff that we have and uh, the job that they're doing. Well, Maya, I tell you one thing, buddy. We live in a city of 14,000, but they know about it all over Oklahoma and over a lot of the land by our sports program. It's terrific. Football, basketball, wrestling, whatever. But we never tell anybody much about the scholastic program. We're right up at the tip-top, number one in scholastic work, too. Well, there's no doubt in my mind about that because I get to see several of these uh, uh, school records that, uh, that are in our office. And uh, these uh, Miami students are doing top-notch. Uh, have several that get good scholarships and go on and do real well in, in college and come out and are real productive. In fact, I think if you look around the town of Miami, you'll see a lot of their products that are real successful businessmen and, and patrons of the district. You bet. You can put up the sign pride at every entrance to Miami or Oklahoma, and you wouldn't be far off. Our churches, our schools, our civic organizations, it's a town with a world of pride. I've loved it for 27 years. Walter Meyer here, looking after these war dogs tonight. And, Walter, if we win here tonight, of course, we'll likely play the Owasso Rams 7.30 tomorrow night for the championship of this regional tournament in Bartlesville. We'd like to have hundreds of Miamians over here to see it. Uh, that's right. We uh, we think Miami will be well represented tomorrow night. Uh, this winner of the next game uh, might be a toss-up. We might see Sooner come in and... Uh, uh, we think uh, Sooner's got a real competitive team, so uh, this next game coming up tonight uh, uh, could go either way. Uh, we might be playing Owasso, we might be playing uh, Bartlesville again. And we remember the other Bartlesville College High uh, game that we were over here uh, playing last fall, so uh, who knows what's going to happen in a ball game. Uh, we hope we come out winner tomorrow night. Uh, we, we think we're going to win this one. Uh, nobody ever knows for sure what's going to happen in a ball game, but uh, we, we want to win this one, and we want to win tomorrow night, too. Walter Meyer, principal of our Miami High School, of which we're all so extremely proud. Well, they're ready to tip it off here for the second half. Miami Service Shop, Miami Savings and Loan, Matthews Motors with a Datsun car, Burlington Outlet Store on North Main, the Sirloin Stockade Restaurant, Sanders Brothers Lumber Company to share the game. The tip is away, and we're into action here with a third quarter, and Bob Johnson is not in here at this time. We have Eddie Hester in here at the post, and along with him, let's see, we now have uh, John Lee, uh, John Myers, who's come in here to perform, and we have Robbie Kimbrough, and Tinker Owens, and Brad Cannon. In fact, most of the first string not performing at this moment. And now John Myers, a very promising sophomore boy, going up into the air. The ball is tipped away, and Tinker Owens goes back to get it at the south end. 
The dogs, as you know, are shooting north here in the second half of action. They lead 33 to 9 as we move into the third quarter to play. Tinker Owens defeat that ball on across the way here now to Brad Cannon. And in the post position, moving to the left of that lane, moving to the right of the lane, and now seemingly wide open is the big call Eddie Hester. A pass is knocked down. Brad Cannon turns it over here once again to the uh, Claremore Zebras. They work the ball down court methodically, though they trail 33 to 9. They scored seven points in the first quarter. They scored but two in the second quarter. Take her on for the speed of the ball. Down court. Racing so fast, he goes under the rim, lays it over the rim, but up the bat that ball through is uh, Brad Cannon. So uh, Taker Owens on that front line. I tell you, he's something to watch. 35 to 9. The Dogs now have that big lead. Claremore down to the lane, still passing, not shooting much. Taker Owens, a ball stealer deluxe. Into the lane they come. A jumper by Steve Hayes from 3 4 feet out. Will not go down. Off the post, two or in for Jim Silver. So the 6 4 boys spun up in the air to get two. And not dressed out tonight, but a wonderful, wonderful kid, Don Spear, who has injured his knee and is not able to perform in state tourney play. But I tell you, he's one wonderful guy. The War Dogs now in possession of the ball, and time has been called, I believe, by the blue team, as Don Overton is asking for a timeout with the Dogs ahead 35-11 to 11 here early in the third quarter in Bartlesville in regional championship play. From Burlington Outlet Store at 2036 North Main, downtown or uptown, beautiful Miami. Guys and gals, they've got a new shipment of flares for $3.97 and up. Little boy shirts, long sleeves, only 94 cents. They have the new style boys' pants, sizes 8 to 18 for $1.97. They have the men's summer jumpsuits at $6.66. And all men's shirts have been fantastically reduced in price at Burlington Outlet Store, 2036 North Main in Miami. Dave, if you haven't seen Little Abner, take the word of yours truly on Cheryl White. It is fantastic. The orchestra has 23 out there at Northeastern A&M. The cast has 55. It starts at 8 o'clock tomorrow night at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. It is just absolutely fantastic. Inbounds, we cover the ball. Over to Tinker Owens. He's loose for a body. Escapes two defensive men. Drives down in a hurry and gets two. Tinker Owens. The outstanding high school football player in the state of Oklahoma for 1971, and he's coming to his own as a basketball player. Rusty Martin now comes back into the ball game and replaces Brad Cannon. So there are two juniors and a sophomore performing. Rusty Martin with a long pass over along the way. Uh, let's see, he did not replace Brad Cannon. I gave you the wrong math. I'll check who he did replace. He's down here firing a pass in and under, and Brad Cannon drives under with that Rusty Martin pass to lay it through. And Cannon owns his six points. So let's see about this. Down the court, Tinker Owens is in that lineup. Brad Cannon now. Big call, Eddie Hester, Robbie Kimbrough, and Rusty Martin. Traveling is called. Down the court came the Zebras, trailing 39 to 11, and they travel with the ball. Kimbrough and Martin to bring it up the court now. There is no full court press on at this moment for the Zebra team. Over across the way, the uh, War Dogs dealing the ball on back to Tinker Owens. Owens, looking ever which way, is fouled as a man gets him across the arms from in behind. That tad guy can move so many ways, so fast, so furious, it's something to watch. Steve Kissee is the man who fouled him, and he's being taken out, and the Zebras are bringing him a number of reserves now. So with the ball game standing 39 to 11, the War Dogs own at this moment a 28-point lead, 5.26 to go in the third period, and here is football flash, Taker Owens, pumping it up and off. Falls away. 
Brad Cannon fights for the ball. It's off the boards to the Zebras. Well, give me the rundown of the scoring at the closing moments of the ball game here. Maybe at the end of the third quarter, if I have a moment to total them up. But uh, Don Overton using a wealth of reserves in this ball game tonight. Here's a pass across the way. Rusty Martin comes out to meet that man. Robbie Kimbrough now comes out to meet his man. Here's a bounce pass off to the side as the War Dogs have taken it off the backboard after Steve Hayes missed from the right side along the baseline. Robbie Kimbrough pumping one in and out as he misses along the baseline. Drives back in, shoots it up. A man fouling. And Kimbrough will come to the free throw lane as we get the fourth foul on Jim Stover of the Claremore Zebras. Well, we're all wonderful people who share this ball game with all of you tonight. And wherever you're listening, I tell you, I hope you'll come and cheer them to victory tomorrow night on championship. come and cheer him to victory tomorrow night on championship night. The toss is up for Robbie Kimbrough, who had been fouled, and Kimbrough drops it in. Make the score 40 to 11 as the junior boy with the long blonde hair as his first point of the ball game down the lane. Tinker Owens trying to block a shot. Off on the left side, one falls out of there, goes out of bounds, belongs to the blue team. So the Miami Ball Club will come in bounds with the ball, and again into the ball game has come John Myers, and the sophomore man will replace in here now Brad Cannon. Coming in for the first time is Bruce Leonard, another great prospect for next year's dog team under Don Overton, and he replaces 6'5", Eddie Hester. Inbounds the ball to Rusty Martin. They feed it down to Owen, and uh, take her own feeds on across to Bruce Leonard, and quicker than I could get him in the lineup, he has two. So Bruce Leonard driving to the left side as Owen's made an Adam's apple high pass. All he had to do was follow through to make the score 42 to 11. Now down the lane, it is Randy McCoy to can two in here for the Claremont Zebras, and it's 42 to 13. They have scored since the first quarter, but six points against this terrific dog team. Rusty Martin driving in the lane, jumps, shoots from 15 feet out, and drives it through for two points. So Martin getting two. Now a steal of the ball by Robbie Kimbrough as the Zebras were starting up the court. Rusty Martin owns it at the top of the keyhole, feeds back in the corner, gets the ball along the baseline, bounce passes into the Leonard. He gets it back again along the baseline. Taker Owens comes into the lane. It is Rusty Martin pumping one up from out on the right side. It hits on the rim, falls out of there. And down the court come the Zebras once again with the dogs owning such a mammoth lead tonight, 44-13. A shot to the rim is falling away. Taker Owens and Rusty Martin, the two fastest men, are down court with the ball and uh, couldn't drive down under as they pass back and forth as the Claremont Zebras got under there in a hurry. Martin defeat over on the side to uh, Johnny Myers. Now again, it is Tinker Owens in the lane. He's shooting short on the left of the rim, and Claremore has the ball. 44-13, the Dogs with a big lead, and Mr. Don Overton of the Super Dog Coach and Crew taking it easy on this crew tonight. Jimmy Silver shoots from the left of the lane, drops one in. The War Dogs are coming up court through a full court press. Here's a pass to uh, the right side. Firing in there is Bruce Leonard to get two. And he's looking great as he has his fourth point of the ball game. Don Cord, a takeaway of the ball, it appears, for a moment or two in here by uh, Robbie Kimbrough, but he couldn't handle it. One out of bounds to the red and white. Well, Jim Evans using about every ball player he has tonight, Superintendent Walter Leeper, one of the finest guys in the world. He's the head man for the Claremore uh, school system. Dr. Doyle Munger, our popular superintendent. Now, 
Not here tonight, but he's a busy man when he's not here cheering for those dogs. He's cheering for them wherever he is. Walter Meyer, a principal, you heard from at halftime. Shot at the top of the keyhole for the Zebras will not fall as McCoy is missing. He drives in on a scramble for the ball and fouls the sophomore man, Ron uh, John Myers. So as they move to the free throw lane, let me tell you again. What's the name of that performance in the college? Little Abner, you've got to see it tomorrow night at 8 o'clock or Sunday afternoon at 2. It is absolutely the most fantastic thing ever done at Northeastern A&M. The shot is missed in here. In the lane comes Ron John Myers up to shoot and is fouled again. He couldn't drop that first free throw effort. He was fouled by one of these new men being fed into the lineup here, Tommy Rogers. And so he'll move in to shoot again. And John, you can bet, anxious to hit every one he can. The dogs ahead, 46 to 15. And the first team being rested a bit tonight. The toss short on the lip of the rim. John in the act of shooting will try again. Huskily built athlete, this boy. He's a great one for you. I don't care where you put him, a competitor. He shoots and misses off the board. It is Big Leonard who takes the ball, comes back up to get his six-point of the ball game. And Bruce Leonard making both down over it and Archie Lohr smile at it in this ball game. Knocked down the ball on the front line. Taker Owens driving in for a layup. He gets it for two. He drives in for two. A foul is called on Tommy Rogers. And they're watching here tonight a great backfield prospect for the University of Oklahoma. And this young fella, Taker Owens. All right, let's see what the story will be now. Foul, and the man will foul, and Tommy Rogers comes out to put down two more in here for uh, Taker. The goal was good. Now he hits the free throw also to make it 51-15. Owens fighting him to take that ball away as they come down the court. He draws a foul. I tell you, he's one youngster who's in that ball game, clear up beyond his ears. Whether you're ahead or behind, or whatever's going on, no matter, this guy's in there with fantastic momentum and effort. Delight to watch him. Here's the toss. Up and down as Steve Hayes owns in the ball game now, his seventh point. Ball comes in bounds. It will be John Myers to handle it. The dogs watching and trying to get through a full court press. Rusty Martin gets the ball just across the time zone line on a high, high pass from Robbie Kimbrough to the left of the keyhole. It is again a shot away by Tinker Owens for two. He owns his seventh point of the ball game now. And it's 53-16 Miami. Barrymore to work the ball over to the right side. Steal of the ball in there by Rusty Martin. He comes out of there running that ball away from the uh, red and white. Down on the left side, the ball is fed. And then back to Tinker Owens. He shoots at the top of the keyhole. And a tie-up of the basketball. And what's it going to be here? There's an injury here, I believe. As Johnny Myers having just a little bit of trouble with a foot or a knee. And I don't think Don Overton has noted, noticed it as yet. It may be something very temporary where somebody stepped on his foot. Now the two men jump. The tip is away to the red and white. Third quarter with a minute 20 to run, and the dogs out ahead, 53 to 16, would you believe? Down the lane, a man tossing to the rim is missing. The dogs knocking it around. A man falling down there is John Myers again. He may be having a little trouble with that foot. He's getting up slowly. Claremore will own the ball as the ruling is that uh, Myers was going out of bounds in here with the ball when the whistle suited. And it appears now that back in here in a moment or two will come Eddie Hester. A shot on the left side as the Zebras bring it in bounds. The shot is missing. We get a foul in the lane, and this one on the Zebra Ball Club. Randy McCoy is charged with that foul. John Myers coming on and limping just a little bit on that foot. Archie Lohr to check with him in a hurry. 
53-16. Would you believe it? The dogs own a commanding lead here in the third quarter of action in Bridlesville Town tonight. Robbie Kimbrough, who had been fouled, shoots and scores. So the junior man, who ought to be a star for these dogs next year, has his second point. Now, look out. He's arched it up and in. He's split that net. It is now 55-16 with Miami owning the big lead. You're hearing it all on KGLC, 910 on the radio dial in beautiful Miami, Oklahoma. Russ Martin here on the network story. Under the goal, look out, a knock down of the wall by Hester as he takes it away from the Zebras and then they foul him. So David Shorter charged with a foul. Well, if Matthews Motors go out tomorrow, you look at something clear out of the ordinary. I tell you, the Datsun 1200 Sport Coupe. Fastback styling, sporting performance at an economy price. The Datsun 1200 is sort of a mini muscle car. Standard equipment includes safety front disc brakes. Yes, sir, tinted glass, white walls, reclining bucket seats, even a fold-down rear seat. And there's a fully synchronized four-speed transmission or an optional three-speed or uh, automatic. See the small car experts, J.R. Matthews and his wonderful dad. And they're all at Matthews Motors, 1123 North Lane, drive a and then decide. We're back to play. Rusty Martin owns the ball after the free throw was made in here by uh, Big Tall Hester, and it came off the boards when he missed the second. Rusty Martin took it away on the right side, drove in here to own in the ball game now his fourth point. And Hester, to this point in the ball game now, has a total of five. Down the lane on the right side, a shot is away for Randy McCoy to score. And McCoy takes it back away from the dogs as they bring it in bond. A shot on the left of the keyhole is falling out of there. A block of the ball as they go up to try to shoot a layup. And it'll be Robbie Kimbrough who'll come up here to shoot now with a Claremore zebra man, Randy McCoy. 58 to 18 is the score. The dogs out ahead by 40 points, believe it or not. And we have 14 seconds to go in the third period of the game. Robbie Kimbrough. Moving into the air, he's tipped it away to the dogs, and it belongs to Bruce Leonard. And Leonard is in here, along with, uh, let's see, he's just come back into the ball game, I believe, a moment ago. Rusty Martin owns the ball over in the corner, bounce passes under to Bruce Leonard, bounce pass across the way in here now, and it comes to John Lee, he's the, uh, John Myers, who had just returned to the game. So the third quarter to it, a 40-point lead. I think no such lead in the history of Miami High School basketball as I have broadcasted for 23 24 years. Who's your leading scorer now, Mama? I believe it's still Bob Johnson. Uh, he still has 10 points. Tinker's next with eight. Hey, Miami Savings and Loan, everybody, is in the business of helping the people in Miami to own their own homes. New homes, new home owners. That generates gorgeous new economic activity. Most of all, it generates jobs. You open a savings account at Miami Savings and Loan at 123 East Central in that beautiful Miami Savings and Loan building. Then just stand back and watch your dollars grow. Right along with the grandest community in the whole wide world, Miami, Oklahoma. Al White and that wonderful crew will certainly be happy to work with you. Yes, sir, Miami Savings and Loan makes every day a happy day ahead when you put a little aside every payday and it works for you through Miami Savings and Loan even when you're asleep at night. Here's the tip of the ball, second half on the way. Eddie Hester's out, jumped his man in here. Jim Stover, who is 6'4", Hester is 6'5". To Rusty Martin comes the ball. Bullet pass from the left side has come over here to John Myers. Martin owns the ball now along the baseline, starts to drive. Traveling is being called on him. He turns over the ball, and the Zebras will bring it in bounds. 
So, let's see about the Zebra crew now. They are desperately behind by 40 as the fourth quarter goes along. And the dogs certain to perform at 7.30 tomorrow night here against either the Owasso Rams, who are favored in the next ball game, or the Bartlesville Ball Club. We'll play one or the other at 7.30. Broadcast time tomorrow night will be 7.15. Best of all, it's only about an hour's drive or less to Bartlesville. Come on over here and cheer this great blue and white dog team to victory. Top of the keyhole, the pass hits on the rim, ricochets away, out of the goal, a foul on Bruce Leonard. He is jockeying and buying full position here and charged with a personal foul. So we come to the free throw lane and it'll be Jim Stober to shoot it. Did you ever hear such a score in all your days, 58 to 18? And uh, the War Dogs, the only undefeated AAA basketball team in the state of Oklahoma. Oklahoma City Northeast has won 21 and lost one. Here's the toss, and it is up and down for Jimmy Stover. Make the score read now, 58 to 19. A pass to Rusty Martin, who comes driving down the right side of the lane. Feeds in and under, and then a foul. And this one will be charged to uh, Jerry or Tommy. Uh, let's see, who is that man? Steve Kissy. So he draws the personal foul, and we wait here at the free throw lane as Rusty Martin, who had driven down, looking for the man to pass that ball to, charged with a foul. Shoots the toss, falls off on the right side. Out of there is Big Hester with the ball. He's up to drop it through and owns in the ball game his seventh point. 60 to 19. That's the way the ball game reads at this moment. Down the lane they come. Here's a man jumping to shoot, but a foul has been called on Rusty Martin. And Steve Hayes, who was coming down the lane, will come to the free throw lane to toss it. Dogs ahead, 60 to 19. That's the way the old ball game reads at this moment. Who's your high score right now? Still Bob Johnson. How many for Bob? The 10 points. Bob with 10, though he's played only a portion of the ball game. Eddie Hester, I believe, has seven. I'll have to check here with my expert. I'm checking. How many you got for him? I have five. Do you like Miami Savings and Loan and Al White? Oh, yes. You better. I tell you, they're wonderful folks. Next door neighbor of mine. Bedroom right across the street from mine. All right, here's the toss. It is up and away. No good. And the score reads, and it is good. The first one good. The second no good. Make it 60 to 20. As another toss was put in the well by Steve Hayes. Tie up on the basketball has John Myers jumping against the 6-4 lad from Claremore. They get the ball, shoot to the rim, the miss by Steve Hayes. Off comes the ball, a foul again on Bruce Leonard. So Leonard, who has played exceedingly well, scoring six points since he got in here in the second, third quarter, and now in the fourth, has uh, not only...